0: Over the past few weeks, I've been sharing ideas to help your business and you in 2022. Implement a few of them, and you will probably see increased sales and increased profitability. Today, I discuss one of the planning activities that many of you resist, even hate the most, budgeting. And I can just hear some of you going, yuck, right now. All right, ground rules. The best contractors, the most profitable contractors live by their budgets. None of us, including me, believe it or not, started our businesses to do budgets, to look at the financial side of our businesses. We'd started our businesses because we wanted to provide a service. We wanted to help people. We wanted to uh, take care of our customers, provide for our employees. You know, there's lots of reasons for starting a business. I promise you, unless you're a CPA or you're a bookkeeper, the idea of I'm starting my business to do the financial side of my business never crossed your mind. It didn't. That was the last thing you thought about. And most of you didn't start thinking about it until you get into trouble one way or the other. You can't pay your bills. You've got problems paying payroll. A valued employee leaves or your guys aren't productive. You know, any number of different reasons forces you to start looking at your profitability, your P&L, and your balance sheet. Okay, so given that none of us started our business to do this, it's a hard thing to do in the beginning for most of us. But I would like you to think about it from this perspective. For those of you who are heating and air or electrical, not plumbing per se, but You all had to learn to read a wiring diagram. Think back to the very first time you ever saw a wiring diagram. It was hard. It looked like Greek. It looked like, I don't know what this is saying. But what happened? You learned to read it because it was important it was how you did your job it wanted to make sure that you wired everything up correctly according to the diagram and then after a while oh my gosh this is so easy i mean you look at it and you instantly know what to do okay financials and budgeting are very much the same first time you do it gee this looks like greek i don't get it second time you after you've looked at it a little bit gotten a little bit of information okay let's check this out. A little easier. Third time, it's easier. Fourth time, it's even easier. And all of a sudden, after a few months, like reading a wiring diagram, it becomes really easy to understand your budgets. It's really easy to understand your P&Ls and your balance sheets. And it just takes a little bit of time, just the same as learning to read that wiring diagram. So when I say most successful contractors live and die by their budgets, they actually do. They use their budgets to make sure that they are on track for where they wanted to be. Or if they're not, we have to figure out how to get back on track. Or if we're ahead of budget and revenues or behind budget and haven't spent as much, from a expense perspective, why? You know, it's just as easy or, you know, it's you have to know From the revenue side, if you're over revenues, and you have to know from the expense side, if you're under expenses, what's going on? Why is this happening? And this year has been a really tough year because there's been many, many, many price increases, supply issues, costs, you know, doubling, tripling, 10 times, whatever, and we've had to raise our prices. So if you're comparing last year, i.e. 2020 to 2021, and you look at revenues this year being so much higher than 2020, it could be because you've had to raise your prices. And if you look at your bottom line, it's exactly the same or lower. So revenues can be a misnomer because if your prices go up, guess what? Your revenues have to go up. That doesn't mean your bottom line goes up, All right? So it's really important to generate revenue, but it's more important to know what you keep what your profit is. Is that the same as it was last year or is it higher? Is your net profit per hour the same this year or is it higher than it was last year? If your revenues are higher and your profits are exactly the same, the only thing you did was raise your prices. That's it, and you had to, all right? So take a look at it from that perspective and think about not only budgeting, but think about the financial side of your business and reviewing your numbers every 30 years Days, you know, it takes every month, it takes less than 30 minutes a month to do it. And I've written several books and have several things that you can have and and invest in to show you how easy this actually is to do. All right. So, reality of the situation is you got to do a budget. All right. Now, this is not a budget where you do it and then you throw it in a drawer and you never, ever, ever look at it again until the end of the year and you get your financial statements at the end of the year and, and you either lost a lot of money or surprise, you made a lot of money. You're, you're flying by the seat of your pants. But you say, I look at my checkbook every single day. I look at my bank balance every single day. If you want to go out of business, look at your checking account and your bank balance every single day and forget about pricing and profitability. I had a contractor who started a business, grew it from zero to $2 million in revenue doing exactly that, never looked at the P&L, never looked at the balance sheet. For all intents and purposes, gave his CPA a box of expenses in a shoebox every year to do their taxes. Signed them, never looked at them. All of a sudden around $2 million, they started having problems. And, you know, as they were growing, never had a problem paying payroll, never had a problem taking their discounts. But we stopped growing at two million dollars and they started having problems. Sometimes they had problems scraping enough money together for payroll or they couldn't take their discounts or, you know, they're like, what's going on? We're a two million dollar company. We've always had the cash, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, long story short, they were smart enough to say, I, we need some help. I got a phone call and I went in and they, law, they were losing a nickel for every dollar that they took in the door for 12 years. Their pricing wasn't right. Their productivity wasn't right. Their inventory wasn't right. And they weren't paying attention to it because productivity is not in your bank balance. Inventory is not in your bank balance. pricing's not in your bank balance. Profitability is not in your bank balance. So it's very, very, very easy if you only pay attention to your bank balance to grow yourself out of business. When the growth stops, you're dead. You know, and it's, it's interesting because a lot of things happened this year. Um, a lot of you, rightfully so, are buying more inventory so that you have the products to be able to sell. Well, inventory eats up cash. So you're still showing profitability but you're not seeing the cash that you used to have because you have stuff. Remember that inventory is a bet and you're betting your cash because you have to this year. I get it, I totally get it. To be able to get the things you need to be able to make sure you have what you need for all of your customers. So that's been eating cash this year. And it's not unusual for me to see that on balance sheets. When we get back, I will talk to you and we'll talk about how to do the budget in detail. Thanks for listening, we'll be right back. If you want all of your employees to do the things the way you want them to, you have to have clear procedures they can follow. Hate writing? Prefer to be doing things that generate revenue for your company? Then invest in one of my proven operations manuals, best practices that I've developed over 35 plus years to increase revenues and profits and of course, build wealth. There are manuals for small companies with less than $750,000 in revenue and larger residential, commercial, and plumbing companies. There are also manuals for service managers, dispatchers, and installation managers. As Jim Maltman, owner of Four Seasons in Kingsville, Texas, said, everything is in the manual. Now, whenever anyone asks me how to do something, I just point to the manual. It is dog-eared and tabbed. And Ricky Martin, owner of Martin Heating and Air said, I purchased your operations manual last year and have seen a significant difference in our operations since then. Don't waste your time trying to write a manual. Use my proven procedures. Go to www.hvacchannel.tv or call us at 770-729-0258 for the details on each manual. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, I pleaded with you to do your budgets and to look at their financial statements every single month. In this segment, I'm going to actually talk to you and show you visually, or I should say auditorily, um, how how to do your budgets. So what we're going to do is essentially turn your profit and loss statement upside down. Many of you start And say, okay, this is what I want revenues to be next year. This is what our overhead cost should be next year. This is what our overhead will be next year. And so let's see what we get on the bottom line. And you don't like the bottom line. So what do you do? You up your revenue till you get to the bottom line that you like. What if you turned it around? What if you said, we're going to have X number of billable hours next year. And you can calculate that. And you can say, okay, this is how many billable hours we're gonna have. This is what our overhead cost per hour. And remember overhead cost is simply, or overhead cost per hour is simply, for every billable hour, how much overhead do you have to add? And you calculate that by taking your total overhead for the year and dividing it by your billable hours for the year. So let's assume your overhead per hour comes out to be $40 an hour, because it's a nice round number that we can use and you decide you want your net profit per hour to be let's say $100 an hour. So your gross profit at that point has to be $140 an hour. You add everything in from a direct cost perspective and you have what your revenues need to be. So if you're if you're looking at you know, 10,000 billable hours, your overhead cost is $40 per hour. You're looking at 10,000 times 40, which is 400,000, which is your total overhead. And then for 10,000 hours, what direct costs you have, then you've got your revenues that you need. Okay. You're really and truly turning the P&L upside down. And what I would hope and pray and suggest that you do is figure out for 2021, what your overhead cost per hour is and what your net profit per hour is. Because that will give you the starting point for 2022. If you find that your net profit per hour is $2.52 an hour, for example, you have to decide whether you like $2.52 an hour. So for every hour you bill, you only make $2.52. I don't know about you, but I'm not sure I'd want to make $2.52. I would want to make at least the amount that I could make working for a fast food restaurant because, you know, we have a lot of stress. We have a lot of things that we worry about, cash flow, employees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I need a little more than $2.52 an hour, and I hope that you do too. But anyway, turn your P&L upside down and figure out, okay, this is what we want for net profit. This is how many billable hours we have so we multiply our billable hours times net profit and then we add back our overhead times the billable hours and that gives us a gross profit and add the direct cost at that point. And that's really all it is to to doing it. You know, you can do it the normal way if you want. I don't care, just do it. You know, if you want to start with what you want for revenue, subtract out your gross pro- uh, your direct cost, start with your gross profit at that point, subtract over at your overhead and figure out where your net profit is with the subtraction. That's fine. All right, whatever the numbers are. Then what you want to do is you want to take that number on a monthly basis and divide that into weeks. So you take what you're doing for the year and we're all seasonal. Most of us are all seasonal businesses. And we are looking at, we're going to, if we want to do a million dollars in July, which are probably for most of us, one of the busiest months of the year, and we're going to do 12% of our work in July. 12% of a million dollars is $120,000. And so that's what we're going to do in July. In August, it might, we might be doing 10%. So that's 100,000. And then you break that down by week. So if we're going to do 100,000 in four weeks, that's 25,000 a week or $5,000 a day. Are we doing it or not? Good question. If you break all of your yearly revenue amounts and cost amounts down by week, you're going to find out every single week whether you're making budget or not. And sometimes I think that even four weeks or you know a month later when you get your profit and loss statement and balance sheets, it's really too late because it's probably six weeks since the beginning of that month. Um, so if it's, you're getting January statements, the middle of February, there's hardly anything I mean to make up January is hard because there's six weeks that you've got to make up. Um, one of my clients had sent in a slower time of the year, I think five of their either five or six of their techs to um training. Well, it killed their revenue for that week, and we calculated the next four weeks they had to do an additional five thousand dollars in revenue just to bre- break even and make up for those five or six guys going to training. But you have to look at that on the back end saying, well, training was important because it allowed them to do their job better. So, I mean, there's pros and cons for all of this, but it's an awareness thing. So just make sure that if you look at it and you look at it every single week, you know what you have to generate every week, you know what you have to generate every day, and did you do it or not? You can look at it at the end of the week and go, okay, what are we going to do to make this up next week? And a lot of times, if you ask your guys in the field, they'll be able to tell you. They know what's going on. They know when they're slacking, whether they admit it to you is another story, but they know when they're slacking and give them an incentive to actually do it and make sure that um, you get the jobs on time and you get them done accurately. That's what's really, really, really important, okay? So it's now the end of 2021. I hope that you had a really, really great year. I hope the profits were where you wanted them to be. I hope your net profit per hour is where you want it to be. And I hope you're happy and you're contented with your business. If not, figure out what you're gonna do in 2022 to increase profitability, decrease expenses, increase productivity, whatever it's going to take to do it. And if you are totally frustrated and you are not happy doing what you're doing, my advice is figure out how to get happy or get out of the business. Life is too short. It really and truly is. Do something that makes you happy and that gives you joy because it's really, really, really important. I wish all of you a happy and a safe and profitable 2022. So thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions call me at 770-729-0258 or email Ruth King at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day and a great and profitable 2022.